tonight dear God oh you are awesome dear Lord there is none other like you Jesus Lord none can compare to you oh God holy mighty are you dear Lord we give you the glory we give you the honor tonight dear God in the mighty name of Jesus oh in the mighty name of Jesus in Jesus name in Jesus name it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight if you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Job, chapter 21. Job, chapter 21, and beginning... Beginning at verse 9, their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull generateth and faileth not, their cow calveth and casteth not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They take the timbrel and harp and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wealth and in a moment go down to the grave. Therefore they say unto God, depart from us, for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him and what profit should we have if we pray unto him? By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about great profit in praying unto the mighty, the almighty. Right. Great profit That's right. in praying unto the almighty. Yes. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Thank you. Here in the book of Job, um, we all are familiar with Job and um, situation that he found himself in as Job ended up losing everything that one could possibly imagine, losing possessions, children, um, eventually his wife lost her mind and went crazy and told Job that, you know, you should just throw in the towel and just give up on while you're still holding on to your integrity. You need to go ahead and just let go of God. And so Job was faced with a, a lot of adversity. And you'll find out that on top of that, Job's miserable friends came along and didn't make things any better um, as they put things in a way that made it seem like Job must have done something to be going through what he's going through. And you'll find out that Job, you know, he held on 
as he began to say, you know, things like naked, I've come into this world naked. I've gone out of this world and I'll go out this world. And he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. It's good to know that despite whatever situation you is, right. God's name is still to be blessed. Yes. God's name is still to be glorified. His name is still to be magnified. I don't know about anybody else, but I made up in my mind that I'm going to bless him at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. When I feel like it, I'm going to bless him. And guess what? Even when I don't feel like it, I've learned that I need to bless him a little bit harder. I need to praise him a little bit longer. I need to let God know that he's everything to me. That he means more than the possession. He means more than the stuff. That God is a whole lot more important than materialistic things of this That's life. Right. You can be seated tonight. And so, Job, you'll read and he, he began to make some profound statements as um, you'll read where he, in one place he said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. He began to make these statements, but you'll find out that somewhere Job felt the need to try to justify himself, to make it seem as if he's done nothing wrong. And, and truth be told, he didn't do anything wrong, you know. Um, God just made a decision that, hey, you know what? I'm going to let I'm gonna let Satan try Job because I know that there's none like him. There's none righteous as Job. And, you know, I've come to find out that God doesn't have to tell us anything. God doesn't have to clue us into anything and let us know what's going on. God knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows how to do it. Yeah. He's been doing it for a long time. I need to go ahead and just trust in him. I need to go ahead and believe in what his word says. I need to go ahead and trust in his plan for my life tonight because God has it all under control. He hasn't left me. He hasn't forsaken me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I've come to find out that I have no need to fear because God is right there with me. God hasn't left my side. God is walking. He's leading. He's guiding me. He's directing my path. Yes. You can be seated yes. tonight. Thank God. And so, in this chapter 21 where Job is describing the wicked. He's talking about how pretty much he's saying that the wicked, everything is going well for them. They don't have problems. You'll read in another place in the book of Psalms where the psalmist, he begins to, you know, he begins to look at the wicked and he begins to look at um, how the wicked, it seemed that everything was going fine for them. You know, no problems, no situation. Everything is working out well for them. And I've come to find out that, you know, it's a good thing to keep your eyes on the right thing. Yes. It's a good thing to keep your mind fixed on the right thing. You know, I don't want to have my eyes fixed on the wicked tonight. I don't want to have my, my eyes fixed on anywhere else and begin to think that it's better than what God has planted me. I need to realize that God has placed me exactly where he wants me to be. And I need to convince myself by the time this service is over with is that God has put me in a good place. 
Come on, Peter said, it is good for us to be here. Somebody need to make it up in their mind. It is good for me to be here. It is good for me to be here in the house of the Lord. It's good for me to be where God has planted me. And I ain't trying to go nowhere else. God planted me exactly where he wants me to be. And I need to know it's a good place. It's a fruitful place. I need to believe in that tonight. You can be seated. And so the psalmist, he begins to look at the world, and as it seems like everything is going fine for them in here, you know, I'm sure he was facing some kind of situation that made him feel that way. And the Bible says that he begin to go on and he begin to say things like, I've washed my hands in, in vain. In other words, living for God, it's all for nothing. It's not paying off. You're talking about he, he, he had his, his, his perspective of things and, and the way he was looking at things was all messed up. You know, if you're out of church for a while, your perspective on things are going to begin to get all out of whack. If you haven't prayed in quite some time, the way you look at things and the way you perceive things is going to be out of order. I come to find out that it's good to stay on my knees. I come to find out that it's a good thing to continue to serve the Almighty. I come to find out that it's a good thing to continue to lift up my hands and lift up my voice and cry out to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, somebody. I got news for you tonight. Prayer still works. It's not a waste of time. Coming to church, it still works. It's not a waste of time. It's not to be forsaken. It's not to be taken for granted tonight. You can be seated. Because you'll find out that all it takes is a Holy Ghost service. All it takes is being renewed. All it takes is a scripture And you'll find out that God will enlighten your eyes and help you to see things a little bit clearly. The psalmist, he was all out of whack. His perspective was all over the place. But he said, then I went unto the house of the Lord and I understood their way, their end. Honey, I want you to know it's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to come in and let God wash you all over again and let God fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost all over again. Come on, David said, I was glad when they said it to me. Let us go into the house of the Lord. I didn't come dragging into the house of the Lord tonight. I didn't come murmuring, complaining, because I got to be in church tonight. I came running. I came prepared. I came running. I came expecting great things from God tonight. I came expecting God to meet us here tonight. I believe he's here tonight. You know, the wicked, you know, not too many people will say that they're wicked. Not too many people will put themselves in the category. I've come to find out that we all think so good of ourselves. We all, um, we can see everybody else clearly, but when it comes down to us, everything is smooth. We don't do nothing wrong. We don't make any mistakes. We got it going on. But, you know, it's very, in the Bible now, we're talking about what the Word of God says. And you'll read 
um, where the, David said it like this, and he began to describe the wicked, and he began to describe the fact that he said that the pride of the wicked's countenance, he said that it's a clear indication that they don't seek God, and that God is nowhere in their thoughts. Do you know that a person's facial expression will reveal everything about them? It'll reveal what is in their heart. It'll reveal that they have pride. It'll reveal that they're haughty. It'll reveal that they're arrogant. And that, guess what? They don't care about God. They don't even think about God. God doesn't even enter into their mind. I come to make it up in my mind that I want to get my eyes fixed on Jesus because I come to find out he's the only one that has the answer tonight. My mama don't have the answer tonight. My daddy don't have the answer tonight. Bishop so-and-so don't have the answer tonight. Jesus Christ has the answer tonight. I want to seek from the word of God tonight. I don't want to rely on humans. I don't want to rely on flesh. I want to rely on Jesus. You can be seated tonight. And so, the wicked says, what is the Almighty that we should serve him? Well, I want you to know what he is tonight. He, or who he is tonight. He is the one true living God tonight. Yes. And he holds everything in the palm of his hands tonight. Yeah. Come on, he's the very reason that I got breath in my body tonight. Yeah. He's the very reason that I'm in my right mind tonight. Honey, he's the very reason that there's a roof over your head tonight. What do you mean? Why should I serve the Almighty? He's worthy of being served. He's worthy of being... Come on, somebody, in case you don't know it tonight, he's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your very best. He, he, come on, he don't deserve. I worked all day Wednesday. He deserves. I don't know if I'm going to make it back in this place again. So I'm going to give him my all. I'm going to make the best of it. I'm not going to sit down on him. I'm not going to forsake what we're here to do. That's to give him the glory. It's to give him the honor. That's to magnify him. To exalt him. To extol him. You can be seated tonight. The wicked, their mindset is, you know, why should I live for God? Why should I be committed and why should I be dedicated unto God? Why should I live holy and separate unto God? I'm going to tell you, because he, he is worthy of it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that if it wasn't for him, we would all be in a very bad place tonight. If it wasn't for the fact that he came down and enrolled himself in flesh, I wouldn't even have the opportunity to be in this place tonight. Somebody needs to understand that he is worthy. He is worthy of you serving him. I got news for you. God is not worthy of you to serve him out of disgruntle. Uh, uh, disgruntle and, uh, and he's not worthy of you just giving him anything. The writer said to serve him with gladness. We need to be happy. We need to be joyful about what we're doing here tonight. We're not just doing it to do it. We're doing it because we're glad. We're happy that we have the opportunity that we have here tonight. 
You can be seated tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Some you. people, they serve God, or they come to church, or they show up because they're afraid if they don't, then they're going to get a phone call. They're afraid that if they don't do certain things, then they got to give an answer. And you know what? It's good that, you, that we're held accountable for things. But you know what? I don't want that to be the motive of why I serve God. Right. I don't want to be that to be the motive why I show up to church. I don't want that to be the motive of why I do what I do. I want my motive to be is that I understand what was done for me. Right. Even when I didn't deserve it, he died for me. Even when I was yet a sinner, honey, he deserves my everything. He deserves me giving him all of my heart, all of my mind, all of my soul, all of my strength. Come on, he don't deserve a little hand clap. God deserves praise tonight. God deserves it all tonight. He deserves everything that I have. You can be seated tonight. He deserves everything that I have. Because you'll find out that if I'm not serving God wholeheartedly, if I'm not serving him according to what I know that God has done, my life, and just knowing, and you know what? Not even serving him for what he's done, but for who he is. He is the almighty. He's the only wise God. He's the first. He's the last. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning, and he is the end. Yeah. And I'm thankful tonight that I know what his name is. Yeah. Come on, I ain't got no, I ain't, I'm not hung up on what his name is. I know what his name yeah. is. And guess what? That alone that he gave me that revelation, I didn't get it because of my education. I got it because God revealed to me who he is. He told Peter, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my father, the spirit, revealed this to you. That alone, the fact that you know who he is and that he is one and that his name is Jesus is worthy of you serving him. With everything you got, everything you have, he's worthy of it tonight. You can be seated tonight. So, the wicked, they don't understand me. But I come with the, tonight with an understanding of what I'm here for. I'm here to serve him. I'm, I'm here to pour my heart out unto him. I'm here to give God all of my affections, all of my attention. God doesn't, God doesn't deserve just a little bit of me. He doesn't deserve half of me. God deserves all of me tonight. He deserves all of my emotions. He deserves all of my attentions, uh, attention. The Bible talked about the children of Israel, and he told the prophet began to talk about how that their hearts were divided. I don't want my, hearts to be, my heart to be divided tonight. I don't want there to be reservation for this world in my heart tonight. I want to make it up in my mind that I'm not going to serve the gods of this world any longer. But I'm going to serve the God that is above every other God. I'm going to serve the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And his name is Jesus Christ. 
Come on, there is no name greater than that name. At the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. That means every so-called proclaimed king of this world is going to bow at the knee. It's going to bow at the name of Jesus. It's going to bow. You can be seated tonight. So he goes on. He begins to say, what profit should we if we pray? Unto him. You know, this world gave, gave up on prayer a long time ago. As they took it out of the schools, as it was very clear they didn't want nothing to do with God. But I've come to find out that without prayer, I'm going to die. That's right. Without prayer, I'm not going to make it. And I don't just say it to say it, I have proof. Because I know what my life was like when I wasn't praying. I know what my life was like when I wasn't coming to church. I know what my life was like when I wasn't reading this word. I know what it's like trying to live and trying to survive without God. But I've made up in my mind, I don't want to try to survive in this world without God. This world is crazy, and guess what? It's not getting any better. There are things that are coming to pass, and it's going to come on this earth. And, honey, I want to know how to pray. I want to know how to get a hold of God. I want to know how to go into that secret place of the Almighty. Honey, I want to know how to get lost. I want to know how to call upon the name of the Lord, because we're going to need it. Can be seated tonight. And so some may say, well, what's what's the benefit of me praying? I want you to know there is great benefit in, in praying unto the Almighty. You'll find out that when you pray unto God, do you know that God will dispatch angels out on your behalf? Yes. The Bible talks about how that Daniel, um, he began to cry out to the Lord for, for a need and for a certain situation. And you know what? I got to understand something, that just when I pray and because my answer doesn't come when I want it to come, doesn't mean that God is not hearing. Doesn't mean that God is not paying attention unto my cry. The the Bible tells us that days went by, 20-some days went by, and then the angel showed up. And the angel had to let Daniel know that, hey, I got a little hung up just a little bit. But guess what? From the day, the very day that you set your heart and begin to cry up on the Lord, the Lord sent me out on your behalf. Somebody needs to know that God is working on your behalf every time you lift up your voice and you make it up in your mind, I will pray. I will call on God. I will seek his face. It's not a waste of time. It is of great value. It is of great value tonight. You can be seated tonight. It's a waste of time to the wicked. It's a waste of time to the carnal. It's a waste of time to people that are all about this world, but it shouldn't be a waste of time to people that know that there is no other way tonight. We got to pray. We got to learn how to seek his face. I thought I had more witnesses than that. I thought everybody would get up in agreement on that. Honey, don't think you can think your way through your problems. Don't think you can figure it out on your own. We need Jesus. Yes. We need him. 
grow carnal. You will backslide on a church pew. Take it from somebody that knows. You be seated tonight. You will become carnal. You will backslide. People think that backslide means that a person, because a person is no longer, people get up and leave, but understand that people turn around up here before they ever physically get up and walk out of the door. And so, I want to know, I want to understand that I can't trust myself. I can't trust my knowledge. I can't trust my ability. I got to understand that I need God. I got to understand that I need the Holy Ghost. I got to understand that I got to learn how to pray. I got to understand that there is great profit in praying, in crying out. And calling upon the name of the Lord. I need God to reveal that revelation to me every day. Because I'm no different from anybody else. This flesh gets out of control. And it wants you to think that you don't need to pray. Or you can do it some other time. Or you can catch up on it later. No. I need to know that everything is put on a hold. And I got to spend some time with Jesus. I got to pour my heart out to Jesus. I got to let God know that I need him or or else I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to last. And that doesn't change with time. Do you know you can be seated tonight? I've been in church 20-some years. I still need to pray. 30-some years. You'll never get to a point. I'll never get to a point where I don't have to pray. Where I think that, well, you know, that that's that's okay for, for new people to do. No, that's for everybody to do. Yeah. That's for everybody to do. Ain't just something we tell new converts. We all need to pray. Yes. We all need to seek after God. Yes. And so you'll read all throughout the scriptures things that happened and that took place because people made up in their mind that they was going to cry out to God and that they was going to seek after the face of the Lord. And I want you to know that God hears every cry. God hears. David said that the Lord would incline his ear unto his cry. I don't know about anybody else, but I need God to incline his ear unto my cry. I need God to hear me tonight. I need God. I'm going to tell you your money ain't going to save you. I'm going to tell you, your clothes ain't going to save you. Your house ain't going to save you. How long you've been in the church ain't going to save you, honey. If you don't have a prayer life, there ain't no chance of making it. There ain't no chance of surviving. There ain't no chance. If I don't learn how to feel after God and get a hold of something that is a whole lot greater and of more value than this world, I'm not going to make it. Be seated. And so, the writer tells us, you'll read in the word where Jesus begins to teach on the fact that men should always pray. And as he is teaching, he begins to tell them an account about a woman that comes to the unjust judge. She wants this unjust judge to avenge her of her 
adversaries. So this unjust judge, he's not hearing what she has to say. He's, she's not, he's not hearing it. And, um, but this woman had a determination. This woman persevered. She had perseverance. She was determined. Hey, I need, I need an answer. You got to get determined in prayer. You got to sometimes in, when we pray about a situation or we pray about a thing and it, and it don't happen or it don't come to pass or it don't happen overnight, we want to throw in the towel. We want to give up. But you got to make it up in your mind that I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep knocking on that door. I'm going to keep calling. I'm going to keep crying out. I'm not going to throw in the towel. The Bible says that she kept coming and coming. The unjust just said, hey, I don't have no respect for God, but because of this woman's constantly coming, I will grant her her request. I've made up in my mind, it don't matter how long I've been praying, I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep pounding until my answer comes, until my need is met. I'm going to tell you prayer pays off. It pays off. You can be seated tonight. To the world, it's old-fashioned. People that are doing their own thing, they don't have time for it. They don't have time for that. But you know what? I want God to move in my life. I want God to, to open up some things. I want God to, to bless. Yeah. I want God to heal our land. I want him to save the lost. The same way that we were lost at one time. Somebody prayed for us. And we're here. Prayer brings that kind of a thing about. You know, when you only think about yourself, ain't, ain't, ain't much prayer going on. Ain't much prayer going up to, about other people's behalf. It's all about me. You know, it's all the world is so. I made my mind that I want to be self. I want to be all about my bitter. What's going on? What's going on? I want to think about some. All the people that are there on this, they hear this. And I need to give me, you can tell them. The book of Chronicles. Where Solomon, after Solomon has that, he begins, begins to talk and to see him what the other God is. God talked, gave key on if it would start, if that God would hear them, that God would forgive them of their sins, and that God healed. First, he said, People would call by my name, would humble. You know, you can pray. You gotta humble yourself. Yeah. You gotta know that you prayer. You gotta. If you're not willing to humble yourself, you'll never hit a prayer room. You'll never, I'll never, if I don't know how to humble myself and be meek and low and understand about me, it's not about I got global. I want to myself how to be, how to fuck and come because benefit that's going to, I got going on, I'm discerning my walk on God account and say, hey, you got it going on, come on in. God wants to know what my prayer life is like. God's going to look at that Holy Ghost meter and that's going to determine whether I go. Let us remain standing here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in me. The wicked says, what profit? What profit is there? Who is the Almighty that we should? What is the Almighty that we should serve? I'm going to tell you, God is everything. 
God is everything. I'm nothing. I'm not everything. There's some people that think they are all that in a bag of chips. They think they really got it going on. And they refuse to humble themselves. They refuse to seek the face of God. They refuse to hear the word of God. Ears are closed up to it. Every excuse and every opportunity not to hear it. They look for opportunities not to hear the word of God and not to take in the word of God. I'm not trying to run away from God's word. I want to run to it. I'm not trying to find a reason not to come to church. Right. Matter of fact, I'm trying to find a reason that I can get to more church. Yes. I'm not, finding a, I'm not trying to find a reason to get rid of God's word. I need as much of it as I possibly can. Yes. I need prayer. Yes. Help me to strengthen my commitment to yes. prayer, to yes. pray. Help me. Help us all. This world ain't getting any better. There are some things that are happening. And I can't. I can't take advantage of church services. I can't come in. I can't let this world dumb me down. It caused me to become dull, become dull where I can't feel where I can't understand. This is the most important thing that we'll ever do. Everything else, you got to be convinced of that. Anything else that you got going on in your life does not measure up to what we're doing here tonight and to what we're involved in tonight. It doesn't measure up. I thank God the day that he opened up my eyes and helped me to understand that. I'm going to tell you, we need, I need, I need God to help me be committed. I don't want to be like the wicked and think, I don't need prayer. I don't need to serve the altar. I got it. Things are going good for me. I, I got everything is just fine. You got to understand the, the end of the wicked. You got to understand the end of people that think that they don't need God. They don't need church and that they don't need prayer. It's not a good It's not a good end. It's not a good end. You'll read in the book of Malachi about a certain group of people and they had gotten so stout. The writer said that they were stout in their ways. And how they spoke and how they act. And God, God knew it. God saw it. And a lot of times you look at that and you think, there ain't nothing. God is just letting people get away with, with murder. He's just letting them get away. But you know what? People's hearts don't change. They're not going to get away with it. God is going to judge them. But there was another group. The Bible says that they spoke often. They spoke often about him. And you know what? God heard it. And he said that I'll remember them. I'll put them in a book of remembrance. You know what? I want God to remember me for good. Yes. When it's all said and done, I want him to remember me for good. 
I don't want him to remember me from being proud and arrogant and refusing to humble myself and, and haughty and lifted up and refusing to seek his face, refusing to yield myself to what he wants to do, what he was trying to do in my life. You know, I don't want him to remember me for filthy and dirty conversations. I want God to remember me for talking about often about him. Yeah. Not about the world. Come on. Not about what's going on, the latest Hollywood production. Come on. Woo. Not about what's going on in pop culture. I want God to remember me for talking often about him. I want God to remember me from knocking doors and teaching Bible studies and, and telling young people about Jesus. I want God to remember me for that. And guess what? He will. God will. Yes. He will. I'm going to tell you, it pays to serve the Almighty. Yeah. It pays to pray and to cry out to him. And serve, you with that, serve him with everything you have. There are some people, they give more of themselves on the job than they do to God. Hear that. You know what? I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying it to say it because there was a time where I gave myself more to the things of this life. And I come to find out that at any second, it can be gone just like that. Yeah. Nothing is promised in this life. Not even the very breath that you breathe. Nothing is promised. And so I've come to find out that it's better Am I telling you to go to work and slack off? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying God deserves everything that I have. I shouldn't put nothing above him. He is worthy of me serving him with everything that I got. He is worthy of me committing and dedicating all of myself to him. Not just some of it. Not just what I want to give him, but everything. Because at the end of the day, I got to have an understanding. God gave me everything. He didn't hold nothing back from me. He didn't withhold anything back from me. The Bible says this is good pleasure to give to his children. Good gifts. God ain't withholding nothing from him. On a daily basis, God is giving, him, giving us his very best. And I believe that we should do the very same thing. I believe we should give him our very best. Not I've worked all day and all week, God, and, and this is all I got. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing past that. And I'm going the extra mile tonight. Yeah, I know I'm tired in my flesh, but you know what, Jesus, you're worthy of my everything. I know I've had a long day. I know the kids have drawn me up the wall, but you know what, God, you are worthy of everything that I have. I know it's been a long day on the job, but God, you are worthy of it. And I won't give you anything less than what you're worthy of. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Lift up your hands. Come on, Lord. Lift up your voice. Come on, Come on, young people. Lift up your voice tonight. Come on, Lord. come on, don't play games when you come to church. Make it up in your mind at a young age. I'm going to pray. I'm going to learn how to seek the face of God. Okay, come on, adults. Come on, adults. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Come on. He is worthy. 
He is worthy. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's worthy of my everything tonight. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Oh, this altar is open. Somebody come with your heart. Lift it with your hands. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Give him the praise. Give him the praise tonight. Don't let that die down. Let God touch your heart. Let him touch your mind. Oh, there is great profit in me serving him with everything that I have. There is great profit in me praying unto the Almighty. Come on, I made up in my mind. I won't seek out other people. I'm going to seek out Jesus. I'm going to seek his face. I'm going to desire him. I'm going to follow hard after him. Somebody lift up your voice tonight. Let God touch your heart tonight in Jesus.
我。